All right, everybody. Welcome to another episode of Amen to That. I am Anthony. And my name is Mike. And uh, we hope everyone is safe and doing well and still these crazy times. I know there's been some talks of all this kind of starting to level out, but hey, who knows what's going to happen. We are hanging in there strong. That's it. Hanging in there strong, brother. So uh, I hope today everybody can really appreciate what we got coming at you. We're going to be talking about attitudes, and I really want to start this off by saying a, saying a huge thank you to Mike. I have been working like crazy this week, and Mike has been holding it down for us. So this oh one is God. all on Mike. He's he's killing it. So thank you, Mike, for everything <laughs> you've been doing. I've for got nothing one. better to do, so hey. Focus on what's important. That's right, man. So attitudes, man. How having a bad attitude is bad. It's not, you know, how it affects your day and what's going on with you and and really how it, you know, if you can own your attitude and really see, you know, the things that affect your attitude and what, what, uh, you know, what a bad attitude actually really does for you. um, We're going to talk about how you can change that around and put, God and Jesus into it and and use the Bible as a really great tool to help change your attitude and realize that a lot of the things that you go through aren't really anybody else's fault, but it's just the way you're kind of handling things. So, um, you know, the truth about attitudes, all right, which which attitude do you tend to serve more? All right. Do you tend to serve a godly attitude, you know, peace, uh, grace, forgiveness, things to that nature. Living an uncommon lifestyle. Right. Living that uncommon lifestyle, what we're trying to do here, you know, are, are you kind? Are you, are, you know, are you putting other people before you? Or are you more of a worldly attitude or worldly mentality where it's all about you? It's selfish, me, me, me. Don't care about mm-hmm. nobody else. You hold and judges. Yeah. And it's, you know, it's tough because like even prideful people, don't even realize they're prideful sometimes like i used to not even realize how prideful i was until i had to be put in check but it's better to be put in check than to be you know really humbled like how we talk about in the bible but we'll get to that in a second but also i want to start off with this thomas jefferson once said nothing can stop the man with the right mental attitude nothing can stop him from achieving his goals nothing on earth can help the man that has a bad attitude. Amen to that. That's great yeah. right there. So you see that even having a bad attitude, you know, all the way back then till now, and, and that says something. If Thomas Jefferson to say, say something about a bad attitude, excuse me, and we're talking yeah. about bad attitudes now, you're telling me that in the span of history, there's been a lot of bad attitudes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and it hasn't worked out well for those. I think people, that's safe you know to say. Mean, you know? So it's just something that we're always going to be working on because, you know, our attitudes aren't caused by people or circumstances. It's how we see things. It's how it's our perspective. Yes. Remember we talked about our perspective. So, you know, it's how we handle situations. It's it's you know, it's how you see it and, and how it makes you feel. So, you know, you need to check yourself. When you feel those bad attitudes coming coming on, you know, you want to be able to own your own attitude. Being able to admit, like, man, I got a really bad attitude right now, I think is the first step. Absolutely. I agree 110%. You know, so when you're able to do that and own and own that and say, man, I'm really having a bad attitude, I think I, think I need to take a step back, 
figure out why I'm feeling this way. And then mm. you can move on from there. Then you can move on and, and be able to, to fix what you need to fix. It's a pivot point. Right. Absolutely. Yes. Yeah. And, it's a pivot point to like to refocus and realign yourself and to get in the right perspective. Because once you catch yourself, that is the first step. And that is the most important step in moving forward and creating an uncommon lifestyle. Absolutely. Amen to that. And and we always say, you know, um, wow, I just lost my train of thought. So never mind about that. Anyway, <laughs> it happens. But Philippians in the Bible is, oh, actually, I'm jumping the gun here. But happiness, before I, I say that, I want to say that happiness is a choice. Right. Absolutely. It's a choice. And it's and not a feeling. No. And, and that's the thing. I think a lot of times is a lot of, a lot of, issues we go through a lot of scenarios you know we react on our feelings before we react with a clear mind and we let our feelings affect our attitudes yes which oh dude so right which will rob ourselves of our happiness of our peace and really take us outside of leading that uncommon lifestyle because you know if you act on your feelings you know if you're angry and you act on them how many times are you going to ask for forgiveness because you can't keep it in check? Mm-hmm. You see what I'm saying? And actually like, why, you know, why are you even acting out in the first place? You know, like it's, it's something that you have to deal with inside of you. And I was, I was thinking about this earlier this week, you know, you know, being in college, I went to, you know, psychology class. I remember my professor saying people will act out because they feel like they can't control anything. Yeah. So that's why they act out. And that's what you need to put yourself in check. Why are you acting out? Why are you acting like that? Because you're a grown man or a grown woman. You know, yep. sometimes we don't even realize it until afterwards. And then we look at what we just did. And we were like, oh, I didn't really need to do that. Yeah. <laughs> and, and having that attitude can be toxic. Absolutely. Absolutely. Especially if you're trying to build something, you know, something so great in you. Okay, mm-hmm. in you, because a lot of times is when you're trying to do that, you know, people will see and people will vibe to you when they see, oh, wow, this person has a great attitude all the time. And those moments mm-hmm. where you have a bad attitude, it could really turn. It could really, you know, it stands out. Right. Absolutely. Thank you. It stands out and people will take notice of that. So, you know, you want to be able to catch that. You want to be able you know, we always talk about being so present in our day that we we miss you know, the golden nuggets, you know, we say that a lot and uh, because we believe in it, but at the same time, you also want to be so present in what you have going on inside you that mm-hmm. you have enough of mindset to say, hold on a minute. Something ain't right. Yeah. I don't feel right. My attitude is going down a, a bad road right now. I need to pull back and say, what is, what is really bothering me? Absolutely. And, and I think this is incredible for, you know, April just being the pa- the month that we just passed through and uh, April being the mental health awareness month. You know, this is huge for mental health. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Because a lot of times when we, if we bring it back to feelings, you know, if your attitude isn't right, it can make you feel sad. It can make you feel obviously angry. It can make you feel everything that is other than happy which we all want so you know being aware what's going on inside your mental is not you know that that is 
that's the same powerful yes and it's the same principle of being present in your day all right Mm -hmm. you're going to miss certain things to be able to keep your attitude on the straight and narrow so to speak absolutely so again we say happiness is a choice because it is you can choose to be happy you can be true you can choose to be happy with what you have and uh I know Mike was about to touch on it, so take it take it from there about yeah. the book of Philippians. <laughs> yeah, Philippians, it's it's seen as the happiest book in the Bible, but it was written while he was in prison. Right. So it goes to show right there your circumstances don't determine your joy. Absolutely. And um I believe it was the Apostle Paul and he he wrote these Bible scriptures from prison. Yeah. The man was beaten. The man was, you know, he was starved. And yes, it was the impossible. I just had to make sure before I started saying that. But, you know, he was, <laughs> he was, he was beaten. He was starved. I mean, his situation, if any of us were in this situation, we True. would probably, oh my goodness. We'd be broken. I, yeah. we, we would have been long gone. Like, I don't know what I would do. I don't know what I would do. There'd be no way I could write, let alone write a book or letters yeah. to Philippi. Like I, I couldn't do anything like that. So, you know, that just goes to show you that you can choose to be happy with where you, where you're at in your life and you make the best of every situation. Absolutely. You know, you never let the situation get the best of you. You always own your own attitude and own every moment that you're in. Mm-hmm. With being present, you are so much more powerful because looking back in the past, you're powerless. Looking in the future, you're powerless. But looking in the present, that's what you can control. And that's exactly. how you determine your future. Exactly. And for those people who always feel like, you know, I have nothing in control. Well, what do you mean you have nothing in control? What are you thinking about? What are you, well, last week, hold on. It was last week. Are mm-hmm. you kidding me? That's over and done with. Well, coming up, I have... That's coming up. Do the necessary steps. Prepare for what you have coming up, but control everything you have that's in front of you. And that's the possibility there is, is that you can take control of the things that you have right in front of you. You can take, yep, amen to that, brother. Mm-hmm. You, can, you can take control of your life like the flick of, flip of a switch by controlling your attitude. Absolutely. A hundred percent. And I think, you know, it just made me think of something is that we're always thinking of, you know, um, at least I could always remember people, people saying more is better or, you know, bigger, the better. And well, that's how it is in Texas. Yeah. You know (laughs) what I mean? But it's like when you strive for some of these things that are so big and grand, Mm -hmm. you drive yourself crazy trying to get there. That's true. You know, so if you were to just kind of take a step back and, you know, realize that little at a time is much easier to manage. It's much easier to keep in control and you'll be happier. Yep. You get to the big things by doing the little things. Exactly. exactly. It's not just leaps and bounds. No, it takes baby steps and every little step possible. An inch is an inch. Some days it's going to be an inch. Sometimes some days it's going to be five inches, but it's not always going to be the same. Exactly. Exactly. So, um, you know, along with that, when you think about it, having a having a bad attitude obviously means being a prideful person, you know, for sometimes. Sometimes. And, yeah. and, but, uh, you know, 
that pride can really, really, you know, somebody tells if I know we've touched on it. And if somebody tells you that you did something wrong or tries to tell you what to do and you get this really bad attitude because they're like, well, what is this person saying to me? Like, who do you think you yeah. are talking to me this way? You know, that, I actually felt like that earlier today. Yeah. <laughs> oh, there you go. Yeah, it happens, and, and, and it's human nature. Yes, and and you had to check yourself. You know, you had to realize, yeah. like, whoa, 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 like, I know where I'm going. I haven't been down this road in a while. So, see you later, old friend. I'm out of here. Yep. Humble yourself. Exactly. That's like that's the major key, is because like you know, like for the instance that was happening this morning, I was on the phone with. Um, actually, it was like the place where I got my dog from. I was trying to get the shot records. And uh, she said that I couldn't, she, she didn't have the authorization to whatever, give me the information. I'm like, what? Like, why not? Like, I'm, I'm calling you for this one specific reason. Why can't, but then I had to hold myself. I had to humble myself and be like, look, I'm sorry I bother you, but can you please help me out? And then because I humbled myself and took it from a different approach, she actually helped me out. Right. And you changed your attitude and people yep. caught that. So, and that's funny because, you know, it makes me think of a great scripture that we have down here. And that's James 410. And even though in your situation this morning, Mike, it was a little small, it kind of ties in nicely. And, you know, James 410 mm-hmm. says, humble yourself before the Lord and he will exalt you. Yep. All right. And, and you know, what's funny is because if you, let's say you're praying for something. And God doesn't exactly answer that prayer the way you want it to be answered. Right. And all of a sudden, you're like, why, 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 why? And you get this bad attitude. You get this bit of pridefulness because you don't have what you asked for. You Uh, follow me? Yep. And and just like in your situation, you kind of started getting a little bit of a bad attitude with this woman on the phone. And then all of a sudden, you caught yourself. Yep. And she helped you out. So it's the same thing where if you ask for something from God and you say a prayer and you're asking for something from Jesus, you don't get exactly what you want. Catch your attitude. Yes. Don't be prideful. Humble yourself before the Lord. And trust me, you may not get everything you ask for, but you'll get some of it. Mm -hmm. And that is where he begins to bless you. Amen to that. And what are you praying for that you can actually do on your own. Right. Yo, yo, you have to put yourself in check and be like, yo, I can get myself up. I can do this. I can be better. Absolutely. A hundred percent. And, you know, it's always one thing where in these situations like that, where, you know, you realize yeah, I can do it myself, but never forget where that strength comes from. You know what I mean? Like, Amen always, to that. Always remember what he gives you because when you are able to humble yourself and say, you know what, Lord, I need the strength to do this. I got this. That's a whole nother, that's a whole nother thing where when you finally accomplish that, that changes that whole attitude you've had. Yeah. So, you know, that's, that's, that's probably one of the best feelings in the world. And, and let's be honest here too. God hates pride. All right. Mm-hmm. Jesus and his father, they, they love humility and they love when it, we depend on him. So let's not, let's not, you know, let that pride get the best of us and, and, you know, put ourselves in those situations. Yep. Yep. And, uh, that is very true. And like, actually that brings me to the, uh, the next verse we have here because, you know, sometimes we gotta be disciplined. 
you know, sometimes we're going down the wrong road and God's got to discipline us to keep us from going further down that road. You know, he doesn't want you walking off a cliff because he can see it fr- ahead of you. But uh, in Hebrews 12, 7, it says, it is for discipline that you have to endure. God is treating you as sons. For what son is there whom his father has not disciplined? Yep. Amen to that. And I love that. You know, mm-hmm. and, and, and it's funny because let's get one thing straight too. the word discipline sometimes seems a little harsh, but it's really in this instance for our own protection. Yep. It's out of love. It's out of love. We're doing something that literally is going to hurt us. Mm-hmm. And we could either have a bad attitude if it change, if we have to change it, you know, because again, being prideful, you don't want to change. <laughs> yep. <laughs> if don't... God closes the door in front of you, it's for a reason. It's not because he doesn't like you. It's because he loves you. Exactly. And, and, and he knows that when you get to the end of it or whatever you're, you finish doing whatever you're doing, it's not going to be good. Yep. Yep. Exactly. So, you know, you have to realize that um, this is great. Actually, what we have down, I love this, the, you found this earlier today, Mike, and it's the attitude of just how I am, take it or leave it is still a sign of immaturity. So that's that. I want to stop right there because that Mm. makes me think you discipline a child. You discipline a child for being immature, for doing something silly or doing something dumb and for acting out. Exactly. And, you know, when you say this is just how I am. Yep. This, this is what you get. You know, you're not willing to change. Exactly. And, and, Bringing it back to Hebrews, imagine if God all of a sudden just said to you, you really think that's how you are, huh? (laughs) (laughs) Right. Like, I'll show you. And (laughs) what are you going to do at that point? You know, when you're put in that situation, whatever it may be, you Mm. have an opportunity to change your life. Are you going to be present enough and are you going to be humble enough? Just like we mentioned in James to be able to take that and make those necessary changes. Absolutely. Are you going to be in the present enough to realize that you're going down the wrong road? Right. Exactly. Exactly. So that is the whole thing in our mind where, again, like we said in the beginning, we have to be present enough to be able to take, you know, take control of our own attitude and, you know, fix it when it needs to be fixed. Yep. So, it's, uh, it's our responsibility to figure out, like, what traits of ours is, is like toxic or, or negative or negatively impacting around the, the, the people in our territory around us. Like, you know, if you're compromising yourself, you got to put yourself in check. Yes, absolutely. You really do. And, and I could think back, I've mentioned it before in one of our earlier episodes, but you know, a lot of toxic traits I have, I could be a jerk sometimes, you know, I could be real rude. Like I have this when I'm tired and hungry, forget it. I could be mean, meaner than <laughs> angry. <ever. Yeah. laughs> you know what I mean? But, you know, I have said some hateful things to some people in my life and it, I, there's nothing I can do about it now, but I regret them. And the only thing for me to do is as a responsible human being realize, you know, this is not how you treat people. Mm-hmm. You know, I need to humble myself enough. And I could remember when I was really, really like trying hard that to just, realize these toxic traits that I have. I mean, I, I could remember screaming in my truck sometimes praying like what, like soften my heart, please, Lord, give me the strength to do this because 
I had no yeah. idea what to do. So, you know, realizing these traits and, you know, uncompromising yourself from how you treat others around you is, you know, it's hard. Oh, that's, it's huge. It's very impactful. But yeah. it's hard. You know, it is. It's a lot easier said than done. I'll promise you that. Heck yeah. 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 So, so moving forward, how are we going to get through adversity? Like, what's our attitude going to be like? Right. And, um, you know, we definitely, absolutely, positively cannot be complacent with where we're at. Right. That's that whole woe is me thing. Like, we don't want to be a yep. bunch of Eeyores from Pooh Bear. Like, oh, yeah. woe is me. You know, this is one of those things where this is a toxic trait. Mm-hmm. You know, bad attributes will kill a good attitude. Oof. Say that one more time. <laughs> so bad attributes will kill a good attitude. Come on. Amen to that. that. <laughs> you know? so, Absolutely. You know, you can't have a good attitude with bad thoughts. Exactly. And so complacency is one of those things where, you know, it's everything is out to get you. Everyone's out mm. to get me. Nothing ever goes my way. You know, absolutely. When you're worrying about everything else. And I just want to say this one thing. I promise you, I don't, you know, I may not know a lot. I may not have a doctorate, but I do know that worrying will not get you anywhere. No, no. Having an attitude of worriedness (laughs) will not give you an inch. It won't even give you a centimeter. It will not help you in any way, shape or form. Right. Because you will be stuck where you're at. You'll never move. You'll never move. Exactly. And this makes me think of of a gentleman that I've worked with. And when I tell you, I think you, we could all think of somebody yeah. that we work with. <laughs> but this guy worries about how much work we have. What's the stock market doing? Yeah. You know, and I mean, Everything. This, this guy has been a truck driver for 20 years. And I think the only reason why he's never actually progressed to anything else is because he can't get his head out of everything he's worried about. Oh, man. And see, bro, like, it's like that. So this is why we created this podcast is to to diminish those thoughts because like worrying is like a cancer yes it will spread to every other part of your brain like it's going to spill into other areas of your life and you won't even realize it but it's going to be sinking the whole ship before you're even you know close to anywhere right you know you're you're digging yourself into a deeper hole worrying Exactly. And if we could bring that to light, if you if you could understand anything from this podcast and get that from it, you know, that's a little bit of work right there. Amen to that. Yes. I'm telling you, brother, because uh, the more you worry, the 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 more damage you do to your own mental. Yep. Yeah. It, you know, it's not good um, uh, mentally. And actually, I was just uh, watching The Sopranos. Yeah, so, <laughs> I love it. Yes. Rest yeah. in peace, James Gandolfini, my man. I know. Oh, man. But, like, in the episode, you know, Tony's conflicted because his best friend, he thinks his best friend is leaking information and wearing a wire. Oh. And you remember that? Yes. And his best friend is so worried he can't move because he's carrying everything. Because he's carrying so much guilt, he has a back pain. But, like, nobody believes him. But he's inflicting himself because he's worrying so much. Exactly. And, so, and I do have to say, wait till the next couple episodes and even next season because that whole situation uh, comes full circle and it's great. But yes, oh man, in, I can't wait. In those episodes, he gets this phantom back pain and 
it's because of the weight of what he's doing. You know, he's going against a code at that time that this man took. And it's just, he's worried. He's worried that everyone's going to find out. So, you know, it's those burdens that are going to weigh you down and you know, you won't be able to to handle what life throws at you. Yes. So So, complacency, not good. Try to avoid. It's not good. No. Yes. It is terrible. And so we want to try to avoid that. Now the next one, I think the second the second most important bad attribute you could have is impatience. Okay? And yep. impatience is one of those things where we rush, 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 rush. And it kind of goes back to, you know, tying into what we were talking about earlier. Bigger is better. I want more, yep. more, more, more. Impatience is just the same is sort of the same thing, but it's I'll do whatever it takes to have it now. Yep. And, and I've made so many <laughs> mistakes. With impatience. Dude, I'm laughing over here because so am I. And I'm just like, oh, I don't even want to think about it. So many mistakes. Yes. And I could always think back and just say, you know, if I just waited, Mm -hmm. just waited, I would be in such a different spot right now, you know? But uh, hey, it's, it's something you have to go through. But impatience will make you do crazy things. And I think what's the worst part about impatience is is you do all these things and you think you're going to get it and then you don't get it. And then you're even more disappointed. Yeah, there it is. You're like, oh, you're shot. <laughs> and it's just, it's, oh, it's, it's like such a double-edged sword. And who, you know, it, mm-hmm. it's, it's bitter. You know, impatience. It, it, like, just from my instance, whenever I try to jump the gun and do something out of my will and not God's will, yes, I, oh, I end up taking three steps that. backward. You know, Say instead that. of taking one step forward, I take three steps backwards, four steps backwards. Oh, Mike, that was gold right there. Yeah, that was. It's crazy. tough. Just and you know, I say that out of personal experience. Also, why we started this podcast so we could help people get through tough times, and we can help people get through impatience because I've been impatient, and I don't want you guys to be impatient. No. no. <laughs> Absolutely not, man. And that it's just so true. It's just when you do things outside of God's will and you try and rush it, I think that is one of those disciplinary actions where it's like, yeah. uh-uh, not yet. Yeah, you, know? you messed up. <laughs> slow, slow your roll, son, because, you know. That's where I've been humbled the most. Yes, absolutely. A hundred percent, man. I, I think I've been the same ways. And anytime I've ever wanted something so quickly and so fast, you know, that's mm-hmm. where you get knocked down. And it's like, yep. take what you have and make the best of it. So uh, our number one. Yep. Bad this is a good one. Which we've talked about already, but it obviously is pride. Yep. Okay. Pride is a big one. Pride. Pride is the biggest one we have. And complacency and patience and pride all work together because you can have the complacency of why is nothing ever working for me? I try so hard and do whatever it takes to get what I want now. And when somebody tells me I'm wrong, forget it. I come unglued. Yep. Off. Dude, I couldn't have said it any better myself. It's that's so true. And I think a lot of men, you know, struggle with that. Also females, but men, especially because we have that alpha male kind of yes. Amen. Yeah, absolutely. We so 
we do. We have that that alpha mentality where you know, hey, I'm the biggest, I'm the baddest, you know, I'm the smartest, mm-hmm. whatever it may be. You have we have that. It's just that natural mentality, and you know, we don't ever want a routine, a routine, excuse me, of complaining and throwing a fit. You know, because because yes. it goes back to what we were just talking about of why do you act out? Why do you throw this fit? Why do you get this way? You know what I mean? Absolutely, and this is so important because we are digging deep and realizing why we act certain ways. And like, you know, if you're not taking notes, I want to encourage you to take notes because this will help you throughout the week, throughout the rest of your year to this brand new start of this, this decade. Yeah. You know, I know we haven't been off to a great start, but we could get better from here. We can. <laughs> yep. We are solidifying our journey. We are making sure that we are going to be on the right track when we get out of this thing. Yes, absolutely. But we have to put in the work. Exactly. We have to put in the work. And, and that's the one thing. You cannot go through this life without some kind of pain. You know, mm-hmm. we've, said, we've talked about embracing the struggle. Don't avoid it. Put the work in. And just remember, right now, this is the time. Right now to put your pride down and pick up your peace. Oof, I love that. Put your pride down, pick up your peace. And and guess what? It's just like happiness. It's a choice. Ain't, Amen to that. And nobody's going to do it for you. Nobody's mm-hmm. going to help you with it. It is all up to you. Yeah, buddy. So, you know, we can really come out of this whole uncertain time with such a clear mind and a clear clear outlook on life because Really, I mean, yeah, is it terrible being stuck inside? I'm sure it is. I really can't comment on it much because I've been working, but you know, I miss going out to eat. Yeah, mm-hmm. you know, I miss doing things. But remember, when you are able to put your pride down and set all that aside, you pick your piece up and you can walk with a clear mind. You can go so far with that. Oh, so far. And mm-hmm. the other thing, too, we want to be careful of is not to have unrealistic expectations. Okay. Oh, agreed. Yep. And that's, that goes, I think, I think all of that goes really well because like we just talked about those three bad attributes, right? Yep. Having an unrealistic, an unrealistic expectation is like fuel to all three of those. Oh, dude, I, you are so right. (laughs) You are so right. You can have this expectation of I'm going to, I'm going to get the car. I'm going to get the girl. I'm going to get the money. And it's going to take me a week. And it's going to be on time. (laughs) Everything's going to be on time. Right on time. (laughs) It's going to happen. And boy, shoot. Yo, you are, you are going to be so disappointed. And so in your feelings. (laughs) So to me, when we, when I, when we started thinking about expectations, I always used to say to myself, don't have any expectations for anyone but yourself. It may sound a little harsh, but it's a way. It's wise. It's just a way that I kind of protected my own mind throughout the years of realizing, like, look, mm. even if you're close to my circle, I don't expect things out of you. Okay. Yeah. There may be a few things I expect out of you, kind of basic stuff. Loyalty is one of them, things like that. But at the same time, everything I do comes from, you know, everything the way I feel comes from me. So I'm going to expect the most out of me. Yeah, you know, yeah, kind of like how they always say in the movies, like if you want anything done, you gotta get it done yourself. You gotta count on yourself. Exactly. Can't count on anybody else to do it for you. You can only count on yourself. That's right. And so you know, and and I think also too, not having expectations for other people has saved a lot of relationships for me. You know. Oh, dude, that is such. We should do a, an episode on relationships. Because, oh. Yeah, we can go in. That one. That one. Oof. 
That's like this one right here. We might be talking for a while, you know what I mean? But I'm just saying, you know, I think that saved a lot of relationships for me because, you know, we can expect so much from somebody. And again, bringing in the pride with it, you know, yep. you can expect so much from somebody and you can feel that you put so much and not get it back. The best way it was ever explained to me was, and this was in our marriage counseling class for Jess and I, when we did it through Hillsong was that, you have to you have to realize that what you put into a relationship you're never going to get back which to, oh. which spoke to me was don't have such huge expectations for people and for certain situations because you're going to be disappointed you're yep. you're going to be put in a bad attitude because you know you might get complacent oh i'm not getting all this or you know i don't feel this and you know one way to fix it, just a quick side note, is communication. But again, the big expectations for people can really put lead you to be put to develop these bad attributes, which will put you in a bad attitude. You know. Amen to that, dude. And, Yo, that is so right. And and it, it, it's just when that happens too, these expectations that you are so grand, sometimes it could really pollute your faith. And that yep. is when it really starts. When it starts taking hold in your heart like that. And, That's and, when you start getting clout. Yes, exactly. And that is when things just, just again, are bad attributes. I'm going to say it again, just because when you realize that these are going through your mind, when you're doing some of these, I want you to remember them. You know, it's like nothing ever works out for me. I want it now. I'm going to do whatever it takes because I haven't had it in God knows how long. And when somebody tells you you're wrong, it's not going to work. Your pride kicks in. So I think expectations is a huge catalyst for some of these attributes that you have and that we never really realize. And that, um, absolutely. And a lot of people, uh, I'm going to cut you off, but like uh, a lot of people will say, uh, they'll tell me like, I've been disappointed too many times or like, I I don't know how you could be so happy. There's so many disappointments. And, you know, I just tell them it's because I don't have any expectations. Amen to that, bro. Absolutely. I don't have any expectations. So why would I be disappointed? Yeah, yeah, exactly. And so it's it, it's simple, but it's so powerful, so powerful. And like like we were saying before, is that when you keep things simple and you don't go for the bigger is better, things become mm-hmm. easier to handle. They become more powerful. And again, you pick up your piece. And I think a great scripture to tie all this together is James 5, 7. And that says, be patient, therefore, brothers, until the coming of the Lord. See how the farmer waits for the precious fruit of the earth, being patient, being patient about it until it receives the early and late rains. You also be patient. Establish your hearts for the coming of the Lord. The Lord is in is at his hand. Do not grumble against one another, brothers, so that you may not be judged. Behold the judge standing at the door. So, Oof. yeah. And I love the way they're talking about patience here because, again, being impatient and expectations go hand in hand. You can, you can expect something so grand from something or someone to be done tomorrow. That's – and see, that's a unrealistic expectation. Absolutely. And that's what we want to avoid against is those unrealistic expectations and don't let them take root in your heart. So they affect your faith because remember your faith prevails in the end. Okay. Absolutely. And when you have Mm -hmm. a triumphant realism, you're able to confront reality and it's, you, you have this powerful moment where you realize, man, keeping it simple is the better way. 
Absolutely. Yep. Simplicity is the ultimate form of sophistication. When you confront reality and you realize how simple it is, you know, keep it simple. Exactly. Keep, <laughs> keep, keep it simple. Keep it simple. And, and it allows you to become more humbler and less prideful. Mm-hmm. You're able to have that respect, that have that honor of realizing that, you know, you put other people above you, okay, or, or before you, before your needs, Okay, that's that's what respect and honor to me is all about. It's putting other people before you and what you think you should have. And then I think I agree. The biggest one is gratitude. Oh, I agree 110 percent. Gratitude is definitely the biggest, greatest attitude that we can have. Absolutely. Because gratitude is simply put a godly attitude. Mm hmm. You know, it's a you know, it, and it's it's not really used that much. You know, it's, it's, it could be used more, but like it could turn a bad day into a great day Absolutely. with just a simple change. That, Absolutely. When you're grateful for like the green grass, the beautiful sunset, the leaves on the trees, the weather, your breathing, that's gratitude. Absolutely. There's a sense of peace behind all that. When you take in those small moments of the day, that are able to just kind of hit you in a way that if you had a bad attitude, you'd never experience them. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And I actually like Googled gratitude and said, the practice of gratitude increases your dopamine production, which encourages wow. your brain to seek more of the same. Mm. So once you start seeking it, the brain starts saying, Ooh, do that again. And yeah. then that means you're more grateful and the more grateful you'll be, the more grateful you'll look like, or like the more, I'm sorry, I chopped that up for the, the more you will find to be grateful for. Yes. Yes. I love that. That's actually really cool. I never even knew that. And, you know, it's just one of those things like, you know, we always say, again, going back to those golden, golden nuggets throughout your day. And, and I think gratitude is a great way to tie that all together is being, be grateful you know, like even if it's nothing towards you, I love when I'm driving around and I see someone act kind towards someone else. Yeah, I'm grateful for it's that. It's a simple smile. Yeah, it's a wave. I'm grateful for that. You know, I'm grateful to see someone else acting out in kindness. It makes me feel good. And it's it's it and it spreads. Yeah, absolutely. And it spreads. It helps you to be more grateful. It helps the next person be more grateful. And and smiles are contagious. And smiles are very powerful as well. Yeah. Absolutely. And, and, you know, that makes me think like that person is living an uncommon life. You know, they are living and leading an uncommon life and they're ultimately leading by example. You know, yes, they are. Absolutely. They are able to take their kind act and somebody, whether it's me or someone else, notices it. And then we all have heard it. Someone else is going to pay it forward. Someone else is going to do something else. Whatever it is, it's something small. It doesn't have to be huge. You know? Yep. It, the littlest thing can make the biggest difference. Right. Sometimes it's just holding the door open for somebody. I mean, I can remember I held the door open for two right. little old ladies a couple of weeks ago leaving the deli. And they were like, thank you so much. And I'm sure other people do it, but it made me feel so good. I'm like, man, that's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> It's it, yeah, it's that's gratitude right there, brother. Yeah, so that is gratitude right there. Exactly, man, and and that's what I think we really need to instill more of in our heart is gratitude, humility, and 
all of those things, a better attitude will, will come from that. So, you know, amen to that. Um, and, and, you know, these things that these things can help in every aspect of life. Like it, it will help, you know, your, your career, your relationships, your domain, your, you know, your, um, your territory, everything, your relationships with, with every single person that you interact with, it will help brighten up the world. Yes. Amen to that, man. It really will. And that's what we're really trying to strive to do here is really kind of get that going and be able to live that life. So, you know, like Mike mm-hmm. said, your attitude will affect so many things. It will reflect in all your successes and changing it is a choice. All right. It's just like happiness. And, you know, it may sound simpler than it really is, but it's like a flip of a switch. You know, mm-hmm. you could choose to have a bad attitude, be my guest. But if you really wanted to, all you got to do is change the way you look at things. So your perspective yeah, plays buddy. a key part in this. All right. So we also want to remind everybody, drop your pride. Get rid of it. It's okay to be wrong. It's okay to take orders, to hear certain things from other people that, you know, it may not be you. And when you drop that pride, then it's time to pick up your piece. Absolutely. You know? It will help you in so many more ways. And you'll be you'll be able to see things in so in so much of a better light if you just drop your pride. Yes. Put it aside, pick up your piece. And um uh I forget what I was about <laughs> to say. <laughs> uh, that's all right, that happened. But uh no, yep. it's true, yes. Yeah. So you need to be able to drop your pride and all that. And again, along with pride, those three bad attributes that kill a good attitude. All right. Mm -hmm. Get, get those out of your, out of your system, out of your mental, because remember people don't cause your bad attitude. Okay. Certain certain. Wow. Man, I can't even speak right now. Certain circumstances (laughs) can affect your attitude, but don't let it change it for the good. Realize that there's a, there's a silver lining in everything and hold on to that. Mm-hmm. God has our greatest interest at heart. Yes, always does. And so, when you're able to do these things, and you're again, your attitude stands out. You become a leader. People take notice to that. And when you're able to, people are able to see. Man, you always have a good attitude. You're always smiling. You're always doing this. They want that. They want you around. Yeah. You have become a leader, even if you didn't even want to become one or realize it. You have influence. Exactly. You have influence. Amen to that. So be humble, be grateful. Mm-hmm. Praise God and all of his glory. And your best days are not behind you. They are in front of you. If you have the right attitude, you may be like disappointed from past failures. You may be disappointed from people. But if you put down, if you take down those expectations and you pick up your peace, you know, it will give you so much more in life. And, um, <clears throat> You know, uh, a blessing will always, 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 always override a curse. So no matter what anybody says about you, no matter what anybody says to you, you have a blessing over your life. Live your life with an uncommon obedience to God, and that will create an uncommon blessing in your life. So get refocused. Amen to that. I love that. I absolutely love that. And I think, uh, you know, what you just said, Mike, man, you know. God's blessing to override any curse on you. Every single one. Every single one. No matter how deep of a hole you feel that you're in, just remember there is something for you. 
and you just have to be able to find it and never stop. Don't get so discouraged. So again, get refocused, own your attitudes, yep. drop your pride, pick up your peace. All right. Thank you guys. Thank you for listening. Thank you for, please share this. Please hit the subscribe button and please be sure to click our other podcasts to check out more on how you can succeed in life. Absolutely. I hope everybody's staying safe and healthy. Uh, we will get through this without a doubt. We just have to be patient and we will be seen to the end. Again, God will have our backs in whatever we do. So uh, thank you so much, everybody. We love you. We pray for you. That's the other thing too, real quick before I go. If you have a prayer request, anything, hit us up on our email. Amen to that. Oh, amen to that at gmail.com. And we'll be. It's a, it's amen. <laughs> it's amen to that zero one at gmail.com. I knew it. Just to make yes. sure. Yeah. yeah. Well, I don't even know our own email. So, whoops. Um, We're good. But anyway, everybody <laughs> have a great one. Thank you so much. We love you and uh, hope you guys are doing well.